Welcome to Don't Worry You're Enough podcast. I'm Diane Roberts. And I'm Michaela Tuchek. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, and gobble, 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 gobble. All of gobble. <laughs> it, That was really hard. I didn't think that beforehand. Happy Turkey Happy Day to Happy you. Day. There you go. I think I needed to be more peppy. That's okay. But it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving. I... It actually, I remember um, no. like a couple months ago thinking about this time of year and I'm like, oh, that's a long ways away. And now it's only mm-hmm. 37 or something days till Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's wild. That this year, wild. This year, I know we've already sort of like kind of talked about it, but it, it's, it's, it's been a crazy year. When you think about where we were at the beginning versus now, it's wild. Um, how how yeah. much has changed and how many things have really stayed the same <laughs> but that's that's it's comforting but yeah I mean started this year I was like freshly engaged and like planning all of that stuff which I won't bore you in because we've talked a lot about it but like just like you plan you plan you plan and like you just had your conference that you were working on for you know a year and a half well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but like, like a year. Yeah. Just like you work, you work so hard for something and like it's one day and like then it's, or, you know, multiple days and then it's done and it's like, whoa, here we are. It's and, wild. and I always think of the day after a big event that I'm managing. I'm, I'm always like, oh, that's going to be just so nice. Like the day, you know, the next day, oh, I can't wait to get to the day after the event and, uh, yeah, and I I slept in a little bit on Saturday, but sleeping in for me these Good. days is like seven thirty. You know, it's just not. Right, it's not sleeping that's in. That's all right. I uh, like. You... I remember the days of like sleeping into like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. I think that was like maybe when I was in high school. I don't know. It it was very. It was very rare. It was very rare. But I remember sleeping in really at least to like noon or something. Because I remember, like, even when shows would end, the only sad thing about community theater shows was that once you closed on, depending if you closed on a Saturday or a Sunday, you'd either have to, like, stay and, like, help tear down the set or you'd have to, like, come back another day, like, wah, wah, you know? So in preparation of, like, oh, it's the last day, like, I'm going to go to sleep, well too bad because Monday's a brand new work week and so there's sometimes not the luxury of the decompress the day after is like yeah. a sweet decompression or decompressing time but yeah that was the only thing of like when you finish something depending on if you I mean obviously for shows you'll feel a little bit more emotional than a conference depending but yeah it's just that I just want to like sleep in and sometimes it doesn't happen like that, it's just find, for me it's for me it's just like the I have so many tabs open in my brain during these times of heavy conferences that I it's nice to close some of those and that's what I don't know we were kind of chatting about that I think like a couple episodes back it's just nice to be done with that so that I can kind of prep myself for next year and really streamline a lot of my processes and really kind of get my like kind of set up future self so I'm like oh future Diane's gonna love that I did this you know (laughs) and it's (laughs) and it's funny because I'm so organized 
that I don't even realize that I've already done the thing like to help like I'm thinking that I'm so like I'll do something for the future but then when the future is the present and I'm looking at my items I'm like what I need to schedule blah 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 and then I look at my calendar and I'm like well I already did that like I went through all the process Mm. to schedule it and then I'm going to schedule it and I'll look at my calendar and I'm like oh wait I already have that scheduled it's like so then I just wasted time (laughs) because <laughs> I'm trying to like double book myself for the same thing so I I right. haven't quite figured out the best way to organize myself in that sense but um, it's nice to not have all of those tabs open in my brain it, it gives me it makes it's Absolutely. like oh I can finally read a book again I can finally yeah. um, take care of my health or like take care of my food and all of these things like I've gained so much weight this year thinking that, you know, like at the beginning of the year, I was very hopeful (laughs) for, um, we all were, I was very hopeful. I had a very positive outlook, but I think because there was so much change in my life as, you know, same with you, like there was so much change in the world and like work and, and things like that, that. I really just lost the energy to work out and I lost the um, enthusiasm to eat healthy and like get my life together and do all those things. Not that my life is in shambles. I just, for myself, I just know that I've gained all of the weight back that I've lost and probably then some, I'm probably the heaviest I've weighed in, in quite a while. And it's like, I know that about myself and it's, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not going to bury my head in the sand. It's like, okay, so you did that and you had a busy year. So now that that's done, like get your act together and you know, all the things. So do you feel the same or? Oh yeah. You've had a pretty chaotic year. I've ever been a a very chaotic year. Uh, One, one, one year, it'll be like very calm. I, I, I think those years have either already happened or they're way ahead of me. Like, <laughs> it's just so many. It is. It's the one thing after another. And again, it's not like it is catastrophic by any stretch, but big life changes like moving and marriage and, you know, all of those things that, you know, require mental stamina to kind of be like, all right, you got this. But yeah, I've just been, uh, I'm, I'm, getting my recipes together for, you know, Thanksgiving. And um, I'm really trying to, I think one of the goals that I want to do for next year and in the concept of food is we need to start making more at home anyway than we do eating out. I know it's convenient. I know it's easy. I know we just like order on our phones. We don't think about Mm -hmm. it. And it's fine. It's fine for the convenience sake of it. But my goal for next year is I want to cook more. And in that, I want to try different recipes. Because I'm one of those people where I can make food and it's very passable. <laughs> Am I going to win a competition on the Food Network? No. And that's okay. But I tend to, for like probably 10 years, which is why I don't like a lot of things, is I keep kind of like going back and making the same things. Because mm-hmm. it's familiar. I know. It's down to a science. And so with me, I have a couple of random, I mean, more than a couple, but random allergies that kind of bleed into various different food groups, not even food groups, but 
like meals and and you know everything like that and so it's like okay i've just started like making my own butter that sounds very betty cracker of me but it's dairy free and it's four ingredients and it's super easy to do and so it's like okay that saves me so much money having oh to buy i need to know this butter at the stores you need to sh- i will tell you i will send it to okay you. i will definitely send okay. it to you um because you're dairy free yeah, and gluten free right yes yeah. yes and soy free for for right so you're not going to do so you're not going to do like tofu as an alternative but you can eat meat right or you want to right eat meat. right yeah correct yeah. i can't yes funny enough meat was the only category in all of my food sensitivity tests that i had nothing pop up oh, as good. an allergy i mean because because everything Which else is, is cut out so it's like if you also cut out meat if you were like right <laughs> vegan and gluten-free like that's that's a rough life and i'm sure there's a ton of people out there that are like that yes i have done that a little bit it's hard and especially it's hard because i'm soy free and because there's a lot of other allergies that are in vegan food because they have to obviously oh yeah substitute meat yep so there's a lot of other things that i can't do so like that's very hard and frustrating because things that i would have normally picked up five years ago to make something i can no longer do Mm -hmm. here's the thing all of them are mild allergies so it's not as if i were i'm so i'm gluten-free but not celiac so those who are celiac and have contamination they suffer much worse consequences than i would and it's one of those things where it's like okay it's mild enough that sometimes i can tell a difference sometimes i can't but it's easy to be like okay let's just pretend that this affects me severely so then i just retrain my brain to come up with new it's just retraining your brain to think of new possibilities for eating and stuff. But all of that, long explanation to say. Goal for 2023 is when it comes to food, caring a little bit more for myself than I have, knowing that I do have the power to control what I eat. And so trying to make it fun, I guess that's mm-hmm. easy enough. Like, how do I eat food that everyone else everyone else is eating the food that I can't? And so it's like, how can I, how can I do something that I'm excited about eating? that I want to eat and that is good for me. And you so have a lovely kitchen too. Goals. So at least you have space yes. in your kitchen that you can like experiment and try new things and and do all the all the things that you want. Like we have like a galley kitchen. It's so small. I have no counter space. I have no like and so it makes me not want to cook because I just don't have the space. Yeah. I don't have the just I just don't feel like it. And Jason for sure is like I don't want to cook in our kitchen. It's just it's just if we had more space I think he would feel more inclined to cook he's just like I just don't have any desire to so I'm usually the one that's like cooking for both of us and our schedules are so different when it comes to eating that a lot of times I will make something and he will eat it way later than you know in the evening Um, or he may not eat it at all or eat so little of it and because his hours are just like the way the way he's awake is just all over the place one of the things I was going to say as you were saying that that helped this year um, for me to kind of make cooking more exciting because I you know I don't eat meat so I'm not I don't I know a lot of people have issues with like trying to figure out what do I, I eat we eat chicken every day um, you know how are we going to fix chicken in a different way well being vegetarian it like is a whole other as you know well you know for for the issues that you have um, is a whole other group of 
complications because then you're like, okay, well, where am I going to get all of the things that I need to eat in a meal, but also make it filling and whatnot? Well, because I like to like accomplish things and like cross things off my list. And I know you are the same way is I started to look up like countries in the, in the world and like do them by alphabetical order. And then like make a list of those countries okay and then i would go like albania okay so albania is a country and then i would look and see like what are the main foods in albania (laughs) we're gonna learn about albania Mm. this way or we're gonna eat albanian food okay so the albanian food is a rice dish with blah 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 blah, you know like something it's usually what i found after doing so many countries is most countries there it's like a potato base or a rice base almost like indefinitely almost a potato or a rice yep. so if you have a potato or rice issue then gotta be i don't gotta be a, Those gotta be a problem but um like there but there was one country where it was the potato it was almost like a potato pancake but it was mm. like a but it had like green onions and things like in the potato cake and it was delicious. Would I have known to make that? Absolutely not. But I just was like, right. I need to make this exciting for me. So I'm That's just going to try something idea. different. And there's so many different meat alternatives. I know that's different for you. Yes. Cause like you said, there's different, it's still, um, there's still issues with the ingredients it still can be very um dicey in terms of the ingredients but you can like if it's a beef dish you could do like a fake beef dish and make it that way you know or whatever so it that ended up making it a lot of fun because then it's like okay and then I would also try to make a dessert so whatever was that country's dessert so that it was like and I didn't do this every night it was literally like once a week so yeah Diane, that fun. is absolutely fabulous. For real. I'm it was fun. For that. I enjoyed it. Because I have a hard time, well, A, I have a hard time following recipes because if you absolutely tell me this is how you have to do something, I'm, I'm going to tweak it just a little bit because <laughs> that's yeah. who I am. And, which is fine. Again, like, you know, swap out something for something else in a recipe. But I just, like, searching for recipes and figuring out my mind okay how much do I have to edit this in order for me to actually use it and then if it's too much I just like get rid of it yeah and so that helps you narrow it down so if you're like I need to look for food in Cuba then you're like okay I can then I can narrow down okay Cuban food what do we want to make we want to make sandwiches like because then it even like because then and what I would do is I'd go on Pinterest and I would see the same like if I searched Cuban food on Pinterest, the most popular types of dishes would pop up. So then I'm like, okay, so I guess that's what I'm going to make, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's really good. And I do want to, even though I can't eat meat, I want to try to find ways to make plant eating more fun. Like the idea and the concept is fabulous because that's what obviously people have lived off of. <laughs> from beginning until now granted with meat but um i am i'm fascinated by african cuisine i'm fascinated by middle eastern and mediterranean cuisine and again you're right a lot of them are you're like a hearty starch or a root vegetable and then you build from there sauces different spices sauces absolutely um i feel like because i mean american food is fine and i don't really know what american food is other than like fried food you know 
and it's fine like i'm sure we we have a lot of things going for us that i'm probably just so immune to but yeah i think it's 2023 is going to be um more flavorful in the most literal sense and i think that's so fun because then it's like great i I don't have to cook. I get to, you know, I get to try yes. new recipes. I yes. get to think out of the box. I get, and again, it can be one meal a day or two meals a week, depending on how your mindset is of cooking, you know, and there's only two of us and same with you guys. So it's like, yeah. we don't need to cook for the entire neighborhood, but we no. definitely want to not be cooking every meal every single day. I also have learned, you know how the, the, the world will tell you, like, you need to food prep on su- Saturday and Sunday, and you need to yep. do X, Y, yep. and Z, and you need to cook all these things and have, have a life that revolves around eating the same thing for lunch every day. I can't, I've tried. I cannot eat the same thing two days in a row for, for lunch. I could probably do it for dinner if it was really good. If it was, if I really enjoyed it, I could eat it for dinner until it was gone. But if it's just like a mediocre meal or like you're doing chicken and rice and vegetables and stuff like that. And I have to eat that for lunch for five days. There's no way I'm not going to stick to my diet. I'm not going to stick to the plan. I'm not going to even want to take it to work, you know? So I just don't do that. The one thing that happens has helped is to not overthink breakfast. I kept thinking like breakfast needs to be this like big grandiose thing. And I remember talking to Amanda Heisman, like we were talking about at the beginning of the year. And I remember her telling me, she's like, well, what do you have for breakfast? And like, I literally could not answer her, but most people could say, um, well, I have a smoothie in the morning or I have oatmeal or I alternate between a smoothie and an oatmeal. I could not tell her what I ate for breakfast because it was like, all over the place. I'd have a breakfast bar or I'd have a smoothie or I'd have a drink or I'd have coffee and toast and it was just all over the place. So for my brain and for my activity level and everything, it was easier for me to say, you have two choices in the morning. You can either have a smoothie and walk out the door or you can have oatmeal. And and oatmeal can be loaded with fruit and all the things that are good mm-hmm. for you, nuts and yeah. things. And I'm talking like oatmeal, oatmeal, not like instant oatmeal with all the sugar right. and flavors and stuff, but like oatmeal. Right. And I can get that at work, too, because we have a cafeteria and they have an oatmeal like they usually have oatmeal in the morning. Nice. So I'm like, it's either a smoothie or oatmeal. So that eliminates like a whole thought process, That's <laughs> you know, great. for yeah, breakfast. Great. Yeah, because breakfast was already hard being gluten-free. And then on top of I can't eat eggs, like, breakfast is now, like, a monstrosity. It's, like, impossible. Like, what do I – like, I literally can eat bacon and potatoes, which, like, I don't want to start my day off with that. So, (laughs) gosh, no. Probably Um, not good for your heart. (laughs) No, probably not. Um, And I do – I do like that idea of either it's, like, avocado toast or oatmeal or a smoothie – Um, Even like a veggie skillet with like some potatoes. I try to think like, hey, if there's something in my fridge that I haven't used, can I throw this in like a, what I call like a breakfast bowl or something. something. Yes. Yeah. So typically, because I'm not leaving my house in the morning to physically go to a work building, I just sometimes skip it. And so I don't know, I don't know how my body does with the fast. It's fine. Like I don't feel it's super detrimental, but again, it's mostly like, when we eat, we eat the most at night, which it's like, okay, let's try to have a bigger lunch 
or if that's my yeah. first meal it's not necessarily breakfast um because we do the work from home life you know try to make the evening meal not as heavy easier said than yeah. done yeah um like today we did salad and i made like one little uh quesadilla you know just to have something to stick to me because <laughs> salad kind of goes not right through me in the in the terrible sense but it just like it's not as filling to be like oh i'm i'm good for like the next five hours but right um, right i love that i love that looking like kind of planning your meals like it's a restaurant especially breakfast because we're always super busy on the go how to make it easier for yourself i love it and some people do eat a salad every day for lunch like that's just a given and that's totally great i just have not mastered that in my brain of eating a salad every day at lunch like and you know and I know it's good for you and I know that you should do it I just have not it's not something that I enjoy so I try to think about like well, where else can I get my veggies in you know but you know for lunch if I'm not if I'm not going to have a salad every day right how can I make and it I think that's why smoothies while? are such a great option oh yeah I just throw a ton of veggies in there Everyone yeah. associates smoothies with fruit, and that's all great and wonderful, but there's so many vegetables that you can mask in a fruit smoothie or just have yes. on its own with, like, yes. a little bit of honey if you need sweetness or whatever is your jam or if you want to put jam in there. But, um, yeah, like, I love that because it's – you go – you throw it. I'm a big believe I love soups, but I'm a big uh, proponent of, like, just throw everything in one thing and, like, do it. So that's mm-hmm. why I love casseroles and soups and smoothies because it's, like yep. – I'm not having to make 15 individual different things. I don't have time or motivation to do that, but we can be very creative with, and smoothie, like smoothies are so easy. Like I have a giant, um, like pitcher smoothie thingy, bobber, like a holder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll make double the smoothie and then put it in the fridge and either have it later because that's totally fine with me or I'll re-blend it, you know, the next day. Um, sure and again that takes what eight ten minutes so love it that's good yeah and then for thanksgiving and stuff like that i because we don't have to cook anything we don't have to make it so ridiculously starch heavy you know for the for the holidays but um we're not even doing like formal thanksgiving this year my parents are going to come to cleveland from toledo and we're going to a restaurant on sunday um, next next sunday uh because just because so that we could all get together no one here in cleveland owns a house so like we my brother lives in (laughs) pitts my brother lives in pittsburgh um so him coming in from pittsburgh my parents coming in from toledo my sister lives in berea so we're like trying to find a central location so we're just going to meet in solon and um, that and just have dinner or have lunch and call it a day you know so then it's like no that. dishes no you know i always remember thinking about families who went to like buffets on thanksgiving and i'm like there's some truth to that <laughs> you know like, <laughs> you don't have to cook you don't have to cook anything there's no dishes you like the minute you're done you can like go home you don't have to like hang out Absolutely. with your family anymore <laughs> Not that I don't want to hang out with them, but you know what I mean. Like it, when you have a ton right, of kids right. and things like that, you're like, let's yeah. just go to the buffet and feed them that way. It's a little less, right. it's a little, you know, more impersonal, but oh well. <laughs> and I, I struggle with the idea of tradition and I have not, 
I don't know if I haven't thought about it enough, but I don't know if I communicate it well enough for people to understand. But maybe I do and I overthink it. But I'm one of those where I love tradition, I hate tradition in the same breath. It depends on what it is. But when it comes mm-hmm. to like Thanksgiving and food, obviously Thanksgiving for me, I, I've hated the holiday for 10 years because I can't eat anything. No gravy, yeah. no stuffing. It's not enjoyable. Casseroles have yeah. to be gluten-free. Like, I, I can basically just eat turkey. And I don't like turkey all that much. And it's so much work it, for you because gosh. if you were going to go to someone else's Thanksgiving, you really have yes. to bring everything for yourself. And then you're yes. like, okay, well, that, I mean, I could just have done this at home. Correct. You know? Yeah. So it loses the um, the appeal to, like, yes. that some people find joy in of, like, going to someone's house and eating, you know, that that Absolutely. fellowship in the dinner of the yeah. you know the meal but it's like but well like, if you... i have to bring everything then it's not that enjoyable <laughs> stay home I'll, I'll facetime yeah and even just like so we're doing we're doing little like turkey sandwiches so instead of like a giant oh, carved right. turkey yeah. with all the trimming like just like how can we do the same things but how can we you know modify it a little bit and so that's been fun because now this is probably the first Thanksgiving where minus the stuffing because my mother-in-law is bringing that and I don't like stuffing anyway. So more power to those who love it. Um, I can eat everything for the very first time in a very long time, which is kind of really nice. Um, and I don't know, like I understand if there's a certain time of the year that it's a certain meal that everyone looks forward to. For me, that's kind of draining because I know what to expect and I think sometimes it loses its magic if mm-hmm. okay every Christmas we are having ham and F- X, Y, and Z and actually I've never had ham for Christmas like that's nothing we didn't do but it was more like ham for Easter all that whatever but yeah it's just I don't know make it fun make it interesting do mashed potatoes a different way do Chris like just I'm all about adding a twist to it, I guess. Like, if it can be traditional with a twist, there you go. That's that's the, also, that's when the you narrowed s- down version. When you first get married and you have you have your own family now. Like, you guys are your own family. You know, granted, you came, you know, obviously you have your mom and dad and your brother, and, and he has his family as well. Um, but once you get married, you start your own family. And that's family just meaning, it doesn't mean kids, just like you are your own family. So when you don't have kids, they expect you to be there for all of your holiday things, you know, like, well, then you go to the Bennett's and then you go to the two checks and then you get, and then, but then you don't have any time for yourself. Um, so for the holidays and so it becomes, a difficult thing that I don't think uh, uh, the generation of our parents have thought about because that was their, like, that was their zone that they were in for the holidays is like, we have kids, we go to this person's house, we go to this person's house, we go to the aunt's house, we go to this house, we go to the cousins, we go to the, and it's like, you don't even get a chance to like have a thing. Like, I, I think I've heard this and I've heard this from friends of mine, cousins of mine with, with parents that do this to them, that they don't get to have, like, let's say like a Christmas day, you know, they want to spend Christmas day with themselves. Like 
let's have Christmas Day as our day. This is our Christmas. Like, we are, you know, we're, this is our first time being married. I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> bring, oh, no, no, bring no. trauma to your family, but it's like... <laughs> Uh, Diane said I don't have to go yeah, mom. <laughs> like, it's just I just remember that was one of the things that was so enjoyable during the pandemic is like we didn't yeah. need to go anywhere for Thanksgiving um we stayed yeah. home and we cooked and I was like oh this was this was great to just have a Thanksgiving between the two of us um or have a Christmas yeah. day and you wake up and it's just the two of you it's not this whole like energy yes. sucking thing of like, I got to go here, I got to go there, we got to go there. And that's not all bad, but it is very energy sucking. And it's and it's it sucks too because for those who don't have a lot of animals or kids, it's like we have the freedom to come and go and sometimes we don't always want to come and go. <laughs> or maybe we don't always want to go, but we want other people to come to us depending on our space yeah. and yada yada. So just, yeah, and I've driven home for every holiday since I've lived out of my parents house for the last you know nine years so it's like there was one christmas they came up for to me in college which was actually very fun like different and actually that was probably one of our that's probably like 2016 or 17 like that was probably one of the more memorable christmases because we did something completely different yeah we took it to a whole new location it was like a once in a lifetime kind of thing it's like my mom says she yes. said, you never have to celebrate a holiday on the day. Absolutely. Yes. Just because Thanksgiving falls on Thursday doesn't mean you have to celebrate it on Thursday. Same with Christmas. She would always... If everyone's available Saturday, do it then. Yeah. She would say that to me all the time. She's like, just because Christmas is falling on a Monday does not mean we need to get together on Monday. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. you know, that's fine. And I don't know that I've ever celebrated... I mean, now that I have been out of the house for so long of my parents house for so long i haven't been back on the actual day of a holiday in a really long time um i mean i've always gone home for the holidays but i've never um it's never really i don't know i i have not been to someone else's house for actual thanksgiving day in years i don't even know that we do that with my in-laws so it is what it is. I know people enjoy it, but I feel like people family, are also, like, yeah, I feel like people are yeah, also really stressed depends. about it too. So yes. it doesn't like, have to be Here's stressful. the thing. It doesn't have to be. doesn't have to be. No. And it's, yeah, I think that's the thing because it's stressful. It's like, how do we make it so that it's not? And so earlier in the summer, I think I was like, talked with Mike, talked with people. It's like, great. Everyone knows like who's getting us for holidays. Like I talked about that, like probably when we got back from the honeymoon, like this is what we're doing. And who you know, gets us for time, the holidays? Like you're the kids that you have to pretty much around. Pretty much. You got to go to your dad's. That's, <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, just of like, we're planning this and like, we don't want it. Granted, like, we don't live very far away from anyone, um, at least, you know, immediate family, which is nice. But it's, like, it's my in-laws last Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, yeah, Ohio that's right. Before they moved to Florida. You know what I mean? So it's, like, splitting time to be, like, ah, you know, do not put me in the middle because I don't want to be in the middle of these things. Like, it's, like, how do you please, how do you please parties at least to, like, get me there to the actual location? But it's, like, we need to just... Like every every woman who's been married has known that you have to split time 
or any man who's been married knows you have to split time. So it's like if we can all just take a breath and not get so worked up about it, if it's the day of, the day after, the week after, whatever it is. And then my whole thing, too, is like if we cannot spend time throughout the rest of the year, (laughs) like please do not pack all of my visits into the last two months of the year. Like if we can't spend time outside of if we can't spend time between January and October, then like why, why, why are we doing? And that oh, takes a little like bit more scheduling and like and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like scheduling and coordination and like just, you know, really being intentional about it. So it's like, great, let's do an every like three or four month thing. I don't know. And I, I can't remember who I was talking to if it was if it was you or someone else that said that they actually don't do a Christmas, that they do a New Year's. Actually, so like that they, was, that's a new tradition for who, me. Was that yes. you? So because of... Um, okay, I couldn't remember if that was you. Like, yeah. Like doing, like getting together as a family around New Year's instead of, and not even New Year's right. Day, but like at the beginning of the year, just like making a conscious yeah. effort, like we're not going to get together. That okay, was so me. that was yeah. you. Okay. Um, so we actually are going down for just like one Christmas in December for my side, for, yeah, my family. And then we did this last year when... Um, pretty much my whole family got covid we were like great we're just gonna skip the christmas and we're gonna like do it within like the first week or two of january and so everyone really liked that they came up on either a saturday or sunday mid-morning we did a giant like chicken and waffle brunch and then they got to go home and like enjoy the evening and so everyone was really on board to do that again in january and so i actually like that a whole lot because everyone can then just relax and have peace and just not be I think if also if it's a if if it's specific like specific time I think that would make people feel more apt yeah. to participate like we're gonna have dinner we're gonna play games and then you can go home like I think people are just getting so bogged down with the holidays because it's like a full day yes. or like a full weekend recover like event and it's not that we you know to any of our family members who if anyone's listening to this and they're like gosh Michaela and Diane are such like Debbie Downers it's about a lot the holiday. That's all it saying. is not that at all it is be- it is just because that the holidays we look forward to them but they also will suck out a lot of energy and especially if you have to travel and 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 you and then you have to go for like a weekend and then it's this and that and then and then you you only you only have so you have like a finite amount of time when it comes for especially for like pto vacation time at work and things like that so most of the time jason laughs at me because i'll take off like the last week or last two weeks of december and he's like you literally did nothing and i go i no, I look forward to I look for he doesn't totally understand the process of like rest as a recovery mode and that just because I'm not doing a million things or I'm not traveling or I'm not doing these things that it's not necessary to have that time alone and have that time by yourself I look forward to the end of the year like when you and I went we went and had coffee and like hung out for probably a couple hours it's things like that that I don't get to do yeah. all the time. So it's great to do. Like, I'll pack a lot of meetings at the end of the year where I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you in a couple months. Absolutely. Like, let's get that's together. So, fun. so, and you're very intentional with that, which is great. And that's, yeah. I mean, some people rest and do nothing. Some people rest and still do things. And that's okay. But just seeing people that you wouldn't normally be able to see, you know, on a typical Tuesday and like the end of April, you're like, you know, it's not as feasible for that. So I think that's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. So I love it. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Turkey Day. 
We do love the holidays. We are just stressed about all of the stress. <laughs> I just we want to be less. I think it's just because I'm like really looking forward to resting, and especially now that's where my brain is yes. still. Like I'm not fully. Uh, my yes. brain has not rested yet because I just got out of this conference. So I'm like, okay, I have so much to do by the end of the yep. year for work that I'm like, okay, yes. when I get there, I'm looking forward to the rest. I also don't want to w- wish away the days that we have. So it's a have you know. Absolutely. A 50-50 balance. <laughs> okay. Both, Happy Turkey and. Day. Have a wonderful day. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Faux Turkey Day. Um, Tofurkey to Day. Don't. And yeah. Tofurkey. Thank you. I was like, it's something. Um, yeah. Have a great weekend. And I'll help. may all the sales be yours as you are out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't forget about that. Doing whatever you're doing. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Well, bye. Hello and welcome to Your Story Matters podcast. My name is Michaela Elizabeth and thank you for joining me on this journey. My hope for this podcast is that we will experience the power of storytelling and understand that we are the main characters in our own story in order to break free from the false narrative that has been playing in our minds. I'll share from my life and I'll chat with friends about theirs on a variety of topics like relationships, Enneagram, seasons of life, and more. Your story matters, my story matters, and I'll continue to tell both.